When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. What did you buy this year that you regret buying? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. How's it going over there? Mm. So, I don't know if you know this. 2020 was a weird year, and um, there were a lot of opportunities for people to make purchases of things that might entertain them or come in handy. Um, And uh, after one purchased certain things, perhaps one suffered a little buyer's remorse. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But this was a common thing because people were buying so many things. Okay. Um, what's I just read a note oh, on this I segment. Had, I've and been when needing you... to tell you guys that. <laughs> do you need to? Do you need to? Uh... No, I'm good. Okay. No, Take care of I that. just wanted you guys to know something. Thank you. It doesn't oh, matter. This okay. is, but let's get back to the real stuff. I've got stuff. a slice of lemon. I'm sorry. No, I I'm just had a Hot water. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Did you purchase anything, and then suffer a buyer's remorse? Uh, do we have any callers yet, Holly? Yeah, Jack's on the line. Perfect. Hello, Jack. Jack, did you buy anything and immediately regret it? Oh my gosh, this is a huge personal secret because my niece told me that Ulta has men's toiletries, and oh, I didn't yeah. know that. So I went to Ulta and. I, I was using my rewards card and all this. Anyway, I accumulated all these points. So a couple months later, I went there thinking, oh, I'm going to go get my favorite shampoo. Well, I go there, and they were out of my favorite, but the, this this huge bottle of shampoo of a different, what I want to say, like flavor. Brand. Was right next, and it was half price. Oh. Mm. And so I didn't have to use all my rewards points. And so the clerk said, well, this is just as good, and you get more for less. And I was like, well, sign me up. Yeah, who doesn't love a bargain? Right. Well, now this doggone bottle of shampoo, I have, it's sitting under my sink, and I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to even use it. Oh. <laughs> You'll it get around. the one I wanted, but it oh. was a lot for a good price. See, that's the thing. Thank you so much, Jack, for your call. Thanks, Jack. That is the thing about, uh, you know, those types of purchases. In the moment, you think this is a smart move. Oh, God, I and have then so many smart home. moves. Oh, do tell. <clears throat> oh, are you for real? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and feel free to join in the conversation. 651-641-1071. Uh, this is the year of buyer's remorse. What did you have buyer's remorse about? So mine is like, you know, little, it's like drip, 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 because I don't know if you're like me, I frequently will go to Amazon and be like, 
um, I think I need this thing. And then I like start to research the thing. And Mm -hmm. then I spend like 20 minutes looking for the best version of the thing. Mm -hmm. And I end up buying like these weird random. I'm sorry. I get very emotional. I understand. It's hard. I end up buying these things that I don't really need. But in the moment I was like convinced, oh my God, you need this thing. So this is just a small one, um, but it's it's an example of many I've made over the last year. I needed two 63-ounce um, containers with lids that are large glass containers. Mm-hmm. Like, they're so big. Like, I don't have anything that big to put these containers in, but I was like, I need a really big container because I've got enough small containers but they're literally still sitting in the packaging in my kitchen. <laughs> Did you have something in mind that you wanted to put in there? Oh, I thought for sure I would be, you know, like cooking and baking so much mm-hmm. that I would have tons of room. But I never, I have never needed 63 ounces, which is eight cups. Like that's who needs lot. eight cups to put something in? So, but, uh, you know, that's not very sexy, but there are a ton <laughs> of those purchases that I've made in this right. last six months, usually at about 12 in the morning okay on my amazon app i know you don't want tips from me about amazon purchasing yeah but i would love to give you jamie my partner would think that would be hilarious that you'd be giving me advice but go ahead okay here's what i like to do i like to put a lot of things in my amazon cart yeah and then i have a personal rule that they have to sit there for a minimum of 24 hours oh. before I can actually make the purchase. That's a good idea. Because it sits there, and then when you go back, I promise you, if you would have gone back to that very purchase, you would have been like, I don't need these, and you would have deleted it. You mean like I didn't need the three and a half pound tub of cornstarch? I could have gotten a smaller container? For example, yes. Okay. Or the two five pound bags of bulk salt? Also, I'm just look, I'm looking at my <laughs> my previous orders. Holy buckets! But I got two kinds. To be fair, I got the rocky kind to put in the shaker that grinds, you know, <laughs> and then I got the fine stuff to use for my recipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Neat. All right, <laughs> Holly. Who do we have on the line? We have Steve on the line. Let's go to Steve. Hello, Steve. Steve, what did you buy and immediately regret buying? Well, I was looking up inflatable paddle boards for my wife oh nice so i bought those which then led to the hey what else do they have that's inflatable <laughs> so i bought two kayaks keep them on track oh my gosh. and then i bought the hot tub so oh my I god you bought a hot tub <laughs> inflatable you bought- hot tub <laughs> okay wait i just want to take inventory real quick you bought a an inf- in the one inflatable hour. paddle board, two inflatable kayaks, and an inflatable hot tub. Five items, yeah. All in the same and order. All the same order. I've returned the hot tub, but I've got two unused kayaks that uh, oh, haven't been opened yet. Paddle my get a lot word. Oh, my word. That's awesome. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that you didn't use the hot tub. I'm not going to lie to you. Well... I was thought about um, everybody going in there and didn't want to make soup. So. <laughs> Steve, thank you for your call. Have a great day. Holly, who else do we have on the line? Uh, Mary's on the line. Let's let her have the last Perfect. Word. Hi, Mary. Mary, what was the thing you bought and immediately regretted? Okay, so when COVID started and the shelves are empty and the big thing was ramen noodles, 
Yes. Okay. So when ramen noodles finally hit the shelves again, I'm like, oh, absolutely. Gotta have. They are the grossest things ever. So now I've got this cabinet full of ramen noodles. Wow. That I can't stand. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. I feel like you <laughs> should just, you know, drop off some gift packs for your friends and family. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, to, yeah. Can I Dip give you a hot cup. tip? Because this is what I do, because my daughter loves ramen noodles, and I find the packets to be a little too sodium-filled. <laughs> and so what oh I do, God. I like to use the I noodles. You can use the noodles and not have to use the seasoning. Oh. So feel free to okay. do that. There's a good idea. Thank you. You're welcome. I will try it. I'm here for you. I'm here for you, Mary. Thank you for your call. Um, see, remorse be gone. What was your biggest uh, regret? Purchase? I don't regret purchasing That's a lie. anything. That's a lie. Nothing. Lies. Nada. Come on now. Um, this is, you're the lady that owns one of everything, so there's got to be something that you regret purchasing in the wee hours of uh, the morning. I'd have to go back into my Amazon. All right. I really, I, 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 again, I use that 24 hour technique and it, it, it does the trick. I'm just telling you it, it stops you from unnecessary purchases. Okay. It doesn't stop you, but it really cuts down on unnecessary purchase. I've been really into paint by numbers lately and I did get this paint by number that did not come with a canvas to stretch it on. And, and I'm a little disappointed in that, but I wouldn't say it's like full on remorse. It's just sort of like, Denial? that's regrettable. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, let's talk about Meghan Markle and her father. Oof, you guys, it's not good. A uh, little family turmoil after mm-hmm. this, just for you on my talk. One Oh seven one. You want to run it up? <clears throat> Oh, is it, are we on? Yeah, we're on the air. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. And uh we gotta check in with Meghan Markle and her dad. Oof, we you guys from them in a minute. Yeah, we have not talked about Meghan Markle, mostly because a lot of the stories were just kind of like, oh, the, the British press hounded her out of the country, essentially. And since they moved to L.A., they're doing the celebrity thing. It's just been kind of a snooze fest as far as I'm concerned. I don't know about you, Colleen, but I'll speak for myself. Yeah. I kind of don't care. Like, I'm glad for them. They have their new little fancy pad in L.A., and they're doing the charity thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's their new life. Okay, so good. Uh, more power to them. However... Mm-hmm. You may remember that there's some actual legal shenanigans going on. Right. And in fact, um, there is this lawsuit currently underway. Um, Apparently, which has to do, you'll remember she's estranged from her father. And in this lawsuit that she has against the Daily Mail, it has brought up all of the problems between the two of them. Yeah. Right. Because it involves this letter and the letter was reprinted by uh, tabloid. And she's like, yeah, this is dumb. You shouldn't do this because it's none of None. Yeah. Right. None. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is offered the press and her father an opportunity to bring the story back to light. And what's interesting is I was reading through this because I was like, okay, is there anything here that's like of interest to those of us who talk about celebrity and pop culture? Or is this just the sort of same stuff? And to a certain extent, 
it's just the same old stuff, right? However, um, the thing that I think Megan needs to be very careful about is there's this opportunity for her to be cross-examined. Like, she's trying to make a point, right? That she doesn't want the tabloids. And, and the royals are trying to make a bigger point as well. Like, get out of our business. Right. You have to be responsible if you're going to put things in print. Um and they have they are in a much better place in the United States when it comes to their relationship with the press because the, you know American there is no sort of like there there are mm, how do i put this like the british press is very antagonistic towards her yeah and the royal family right Speci- they're like a subject of the tabloids in, in the a way Ameri- that they're not here exactly in the american press for the most part we're just fascinated like we may overstep our, uh, you know, the boundaries of like wanting to know too much and like staking out, you know, uh, their donkeys runs. Yep. But Don't we're say n- donkeys runs. <laughs> you got to be careful. I feel oh. like Ben Affleck has some donkeys probably, runs you're anyway. Right. <laughs> um, this lawsuit is actually has the potential to have um, Meghan Markle on the witness stand. And I just feel like, uh, and as I was reading through this article, it basically says that this would be a first for the royal family. And I just think that that's the danger you, like, that's the risk you run by tangling with the press. Like, is it ultimately worth it? Yes, you're going to make a point or you have the potential to make a point, right? Such that other tabloids stop their uh, shenanigans. How many times can I say that word? Um, But if, if... The result is that tabloids are able to talk about this story on a regular basis. Like every time something develops, like, oh, you get this whole tranche of stories showing up in the media again. So everybody like rips the bandaid off and they're talking about how Meghan Markle this and, you know, Thomas Markle that. Um, So it's it's sort of relitigated in the press, which doesn't seem to really solve your problem Mm -hmm. that you're trying to solve in the first place. Well, like it's going to bite her in the butt. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then if you have to testify under oath, I mean, that that just doesn't seem like a good idea either. Right. Because people can ask you questions. Um, it and puts then the you press in a, has a whole new field day with all the stuff that you have to share because you're under oath. Yeah. It puts you in a vulnerable position. So th- that's still going on. Specifically, this, you know, this article in the Daily Beast, Beast the article in the Daily Beast mm-hmm. uh, talks about how... Um, the the politics or the dynamics of the letter that Meghan Markle wrote to her father, and it was pieces of that art, uh, letter that were published, and that he has taken every opportunity to explain why he wanted that letter to be made public, because he felt like he was being made to look like a horrible person in the media, and this was his best defense, whereas most people, I think, would say, actually... Thomas Markle, you're kind of a D-bag for um, putting your family's dirty laundry out in the open. Yeah, well, and remember, well, her sister isn't involved in the lawsuit, but her sister was highly involved in that as well. Yeah, which I think she's got a book coming out, doesn't she? Yeah, she always does. I mean, she's been remarkably quiet for a while, um, but this is the kind of the last sort of dangling piece of that holdover. Um, 
the the dust up around the wedding. And for the most part, Thomas Markle has been pretty quiet. But you're right in her proving a point or attempting to prove a point. She may be um, unintentionally uh, digging up a whole bunch of old bones that the tabloid media will have a field day with. Um, they do say like there's there's this whole side story about how her lawyer said she put herself in a quote unguarded potentially vulnerable position by writing to her father and never intended the letter be made public megan also in her witness statement doubled down on claims that she did not cooperate with finding freedom authors omid Scobie and carolyn mm-hmm. duran and i don't know nothing about nothing but i gotta feel like that is not entirely true right so that would be another kind of juicy bit that would have to come out on the stand and he yeah and this the scoby character uh confirmed in his witness statement that neither he nor his co-author were met or met with or interviewed the claimant that's megan or uh her husband that's prince harry for the book Mm -hmm. but don't you just gotta think that like they worded that such that it was well, yeah, that they never true. met with them. Yeah. That doesn't mean they didn't have a conversation. Or they didn't go through an inter... Wink, wink, yeah. nudge, nudge. Oh, I just remembered the purchase I made that I regretted. <laughs> okay, thanks for showing up Magnetic to your own Magnetic eyelashes. All right, when oh, we come back on the look Colleen... great on you. No, I don't what? wear them because they turn out weird. Uh, dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. AKA after this. Colleen Lindstrom's Whatever. magnetic eyelashes. What about magnetic eyebrows? Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. What up, kids? And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. <laughs> well, then, I guess one could say. <laughs> That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Dumb people doing dumb things all over the place. Lordy, lordy. Crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of purple horseshoes and... Florida. Florida. Where? Chicago. Oh, Chicago, Chicago. It's, it's a wonderful town. town. Well, I don't know if it really is. Uh, we're going to meet 22-year-old Elliot Scott from Chicago. And last week, he wanted a truck. And so he took a truck from a towing company. He was like, I like that truck. I'm going to take that truck. So he took the truck. And uh, so you could say he stole the truck. Okay, yeah, you sh- okay. Because yeah. it wasn't his. Yeah. Thanks and for getting there. While he was driving away, he made a phone call. He dialed three digits. Can you guess which digits he dialed? Well, mm, I would imagine mm-hmm. it's 911. Correct. He called 911. Now, why would the person who stole a car call 911? Because there was a boa constrictor on the passenger seat. That is a creative idea, Bradley, but it is incorrect. There was a naked lady on fire. Nope, that did not happen. What happened? Uh, The person who he had stolen the truck from pulled a gun on him. Oh, no! And so (laughs) he, the thief of the truck, Mm -hmm. 
called 911 to be like, somebody just pulled a gun on me. Well, the cops had already gotten the GPS coordinates of the truck. So they were able to show by the person who he stole it from. So they were able to show up shortly after the call and they arrested uh, Elliot Scott for possession of a stolen motor vehicle, Mm -hmm. theft, and driving on a suspended or revoked license. Okay, okay. And uh, the person who pulled the weapon has not been caught. However, that is the story. Wow, don't steal trucks, man. And then don't call 911. Yeah. Because you're... Those are my favorites. Like, that sex worker didn't give me the service I paid for, even though the service was illegal. Or, my drugs were bad, and I'm mad about it. I'm going to call 911. Next. Hey, let's go to Myrtle Beachy. Myrtle Beach. And that's just there yesterday. I know, but South Carolina. But we're there for a different reason because I need to tell you. How you doing about Eric and Lori Herman? Okay. And Eric and Lori Harmon are in big trubs. You guys, they're both thirty-six years young. Same time by a breeze. They are both 36 years young, and they were um, just hanging out, doing the thing, you know, going on vacation in Myrtle Beach. And one of the things a lot of people like to do is take a ride on the big wheel. There is a glass gondola in Myrtle Beach. It's 187 feet in the air. It's called a sky wheel. No, thank you. I would call it a terror device. Yeah, I would call it a wheel of death. Yeah, like this thing gonna fall and we're all gonna die. That's what I would be screaming on the inside as we mm-hmm. rotated around at a very slow speed I'd i'm be sure screaming it on the i on the outside that would um, be coming out of my mouth well i meant we're on the inside because it's your oh i inside. thought you meant on your inside <laughs> no because i was like you wouldn't be on the outside of this thing honey because it's like a glass bubble i thought you were talking yeah. about in your heart I did tell you about the time, though, that I barfed at the top of a Ferris wheel, right? No, but I'm not shocked. I never told you that story. No, I cannot believe in all these years. And it was was Oktoberfest. It was a bunch of sauerkraut and a pork chop. Oh, Bradley. Went flying. (laughs) And because the guy wanted to let me, like, my friend Carmelita and I were on this Ferris wheel. It was like one of them carnival Ferris wheels at Oktoberfest in New Braunfels, Texas. Mm -hmm. And it was was (laughs) brown. There was some brown in it, fell. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> but seriously, the the guy thought he was being, like, he was just smoking a ciggy, thinking he was giving us, like, an extra just ride. Just for funsies. Yeah, He'd just, be like, so happy. It kept going around and around and around. And then it got to the point where it was like, oh, Carmelita, I have, I do not feel good. Bradley Trainer does not like rides that go spinny, in circular motion. Rides, right? Yes. So as we're going around, I'm like, you know, we're like, ah, it's fun. We're like, and then I was like, I do not feel good. <laughs> And I told Carvalita, we got to stop. And so we're yelling at the guy. Every time we'd come around, yeah. we'd be like, stop the ride. But he thought you were like, this And he's is just fun. like smoking a ciggy, <laughs> like not listening. And uh, all of a sudden we get up to the top. And as we get to the top, oh, it's dear. like slowing down to like let people off underneath. Oh, dear. <laughs> Bradley. And I had that uncontrollable urge and I herped. Oh, now, the good news is most of it hit the, you know how you have the little foot catch, like where your feet rest on a <laughs> Ferris wheel? Unfortunately, for those below. I'm just really sad that you <laughs> didn't keep it in the car. 
I couldn't. You know how you when you're retching, it's anyway, my friend, my poor friend Carmelita, she's never been more terrorized in her life because can you imagine the only thing worse than actually vomiting from the top of a Ferris wheel is the person who's no. Well, yes, yes. okay. because you don't know that they were traumatized because you (laughs) weren't like, hey, sorry, (laughs) that's true. But the but the truth is a lot of them didn't realize that because it was October. Oktoberfest. And I remember walking by a guy and he had sauerkraut on his shoulder. And I didn't say anything. I just kept walking. I, I like this story and I hate this story. But poor Carmelita had to sit there as I was retching uncontrollably. I cannot believe I've never heard this story. And I didn't say anything to the oh guy. Oh my gosh. So somewhere there's a carney in New Braunfels, Texas, who has an axe to grind. Bradley Joseph. I can't. <laughs> Later in the afternoon, uh, my friend Allie and I did dance uh, the polka as Myron For- Florin played <laughs> the accordion. <laughs> Sorry. I can't believe Please. I've never told you I that story. I can't believe it either. I cannot believe that. Well, thank you for that. Well, that's that my was... crazy, stupid idiot story. Um, really quickly, Eric <laughs> what and... happened in this story? <laughs> Eric and Lori Harbin, uh, they got freaky. Oh, on the sky wheel. Little brown chicken, brown cow in the glass mm-hmm. gondola Oof. at 187 feet in the air. If the gondola's rocking. Don't come a knocking. And you may wonder how people found out that this was happening. How did people find out this was happening? Well, it's glass. Oh, so yeah. they could oh, see. Yeah. And uh, their lewd act was captured on video and uploaded to a popular pornographic website. Oh. So they were arrested, charged with indecent exposure. Ooh, can you imagine that knock on the door? Yeah. Like, it's one thing to be caught in the act, but, like, later, like, hey, uh, we're here to arrest you for doing it on a Ferris wheel. Do you want to talk about the other lewd acts that they committed? It just says other lewd act. Oh, I didn't. What? Uh, it sounds like this is their thing. Like they like to do this, and then they like this wasn't like an intimate moment that they weren't intending for people to see. Apparently, yeah, that's a thing. I guess mm-hmm. they um, did it in a pool. In where? Horry County. Okay. <laughs> You want to keep going? And uh, Lori was <laughs> accused of going wee wee on a vending machine. I don't understand what those words mean. Why would you wee-wee on a vending machine? You know, listen, if they're uploading this stuff to a site, something tells me there's a special tab for that. Oh, God. Hey, uh, could you go wee-wee on the... Yeah, Yeah. I mean, like like you've said in the past... Whatever it is you're into, there's <laughs> you can find it on the internet. Yeah. Oh, that's I'm sorry. That was a fun little journey, Bradley. Yeah, you're a lot occurred in the last few minutes there. Thank you for that. Uh, for our final story, let's go to Pennsylvania, shall we? Yes. We're gonna meet 19 year old Antoinette Froilen, and uh, she was at a gas station near Allentown, Pennsylvania, this month. And she decided that she wanted to help herself to a couple packs of cigarettes. So she walked behind the counter and she grabbed a couple packs of cigarettes. The employee who was working was like, ma'am, no, you can't just take 
the cigarettes. And so yeah. they pushed her out uh, and she pushed that worker out of the way. She was like, screw you. I'm taking the cigarette packs. And while I'm at it, I'm also going to take these four rolls of Mentos. <laughs> what? Yeah. She was like, you can't tell me what to do. So now she just like not only that, out. I'm going to take some Mentos. Yeah. So she saunters out of this gas station with two packs of cigarettes and four rolls of Mentos, which I would just like to say that is a winning combination right there, right? Ciggies and Mentos. A yeah. few cigarettes, you probably are going to want to hit those Mentos, right? Yeah. But here's the problem: she did not have a getaway car. Oh, what? So she was so she like, just kept walking. No, she was like, I got to get away somehow. So she stole an ambulance. Uh, that was parked what? around the corner. Oh my God, like double down. Now, here's the problem. <clears throat> Ambulances require some skill to drive. I would imagine. She didn't have that skill. Okay. So she was still inside the ambulance when the police got there to arrest her. She's currently facing several charges, including, but not limited to, felony robbery and attempted theft. My God, that just seems a little like at the point that you're like, I'm probably going to get busted for stealing some ciggies. Do you double down by stealing an ambulance? Well, you know, first you double down. Like, I think she was just escalating slowly. Guys, this is how criminals are born. They (laughs) start with something small. And then once they think they're going to get away with that, they grab four packs of Mentos. Suddenly they're in an ambulance. (laughs) And then she, I bet on her way out the door, she grabbed one of those uh, gallons of windshield wiper mm-hmm. fluid that's sitting You're on probably the, right. outside the gas station. She probably or a, also, loaf, a thing of firewood. If she really wanted to taunt people, she stopped at the door where, you know, they can take your measurement and looked right at the camera. Yeah. And, and went, went, come and get me. Should have grabbed a bottle of Diet Coke and put some of those Mentos yeah, in see, it. See what and happens just there. Like, like shotgun. Shake it, it up and drop it and be like, bye. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you won't catch me now. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play a game. We should really be criminals, FYI. Yeah, I don't think we'd be really good at it because <laughs> eh, we'd no. be confessing too much. Okay, yeah. fine. We're going to play a game called the Throwback Live I... when we come back on My Talk 107.1.